Empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless. Let's get started. So, dear listeners, this is Mumble Podcast. My name is Delgat, and uh, today my guest is Daniel Amara. Hello, Daniel. Hello. <laughs> yes. You know, I remember meeting you. Well, it was about four years ago, right? Yeah. And we there was a there so. was a um we were just you know it was an essay contest, right? We were getting our um awards or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, yeah, I met you there, and uh, you know you impressed me a bit. Uh, Particularly your guitar, you know, you were there, and even today, right? You are with your guitar. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's decent to say we met about maybe three and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah, we we wrote that essay competition okay. about some statement. Yeah, Nelson with Mandela Nelson made. Mandela. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Congrats again for being one of the winners. Yeah. Thank <laughs> of you. The competition. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. And I and I th- and. Yeah, I still carry my guitar along because I I live on this thing. Uh huh. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's my. It's a part of me now. Uh huh. So if you see me walking around without a guitar, you should probably say something is wrong. Uh-huh. I see. I see. Um, you know, you know. Um, I think uh, a lot has changed since we met with you. I mean, back those days, uh, three and a half years ago. And uh, yeah, and now can I? I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. That I think you are slightly, not slightly. To my mind, you are kind of superstar today within our town. Like, I know that you've got your band now, right? Oh no, uh-huh. I'm not. A, I'm not a superstar. Uh-huh. But uh huh. But I think a lot has changed uh, because I've been on this kind of long journey, mm-hmm. which which does it's like an endless journey of experiment. Okay. With music. Okay. So when you first met me, I was just a student. Yeah, with I was the just guitar. a student. I just picked the guitar maybe a couple of weeks. Um, I was just trying to get my fingers around it. Oh come on. Oh, I was just trying to master my first songs and stuff. But okay. now, three years down the road, I have a group of my own. Mm-hmm. And we are trying to do new musical experiments around town. Okay, yeah. it's great. It's great, actually, really, that it proves, you know, if you if you are passionate about anything, right, and the, no matter what happens, you are you you if you love it, right, generally you are likely to um, to achieve something in it and with it. So, um, so talking about yeah, music, and uh, today I'd like to talk about music. Uh, uh, I can't say you know like I'm a exp- an expert in it, but I like listening to music, and I know that you're a big fan of. Uh, remind me, please, that thing I always forget. Bob Dylan. Yep, Bob Dylan. I I don't know why, but whenever I uh, think about that singer, it you know it's like it blows my mind, and I can't remember his name. Yeah, brilliant singer, a brilliant musician, and um, you mentioned that uh, in like f- about four years ago, you you were just at the beginning of your journey, uh, was it your inner voice? Like, was it like, yeah, I want to play the guitar, or who who influenced you? You know, to, to pick up the guitar, particularly because the guitar, because there are so many instruments, music instruments, musical yeah, instruments. Yeah, I think it, I think the first inspiration, of course. Now we both agree, is Bob Dylan. Yeah, but I 
think on my journey with music everything kind of just adds up one thing after another mm-hmm. just when i feel like one chapter has ended mm-hmm. something immediately comes up okay and I, wow. and and I, and i have a feeling it's just not in my music but in my life in general i feel like there is this it's it's almost qualifies to be a foundation of my belief or mm-hmm. my faith the mm-hmm. idea that i only do the part that i'm supposed to play now mm-hmm. i only play the part that uh i'm able to play now as soon as this role is done and is taken away there will be immediately a new responsibility a new task a new assignment a new journey to be on a new experiment to engage with so before i came to russia i was writing a lot of poetry mm-hmm. I, i i i was i was a part of a, a poetry community poetry nation back i would in say back in in my country uganda okay called chitara nation and we were doing big stuff with 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 poetry okay. in high schools in universities and by the time i came to start my university studies i already had i think close to 200 poems that are supposed to be published but i've always been not really a big fan mm-hmm. of publications and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. so when i uh, in the in the last months before coming to to russia i have a friend of mine who got me to start listening to first of all to start reading uh, okay. bob text of bob dylan songs in a book and, collection that, and they inspired you right just to, yeah uh-huh. they, they, they 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 really felt like something uh that belonged to me mm-hmm. like something that, that that I related to pretty mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. and then when he put up the albums to which this text were lyrics i just got blown away so when i came to russia i did not have an idea of of exactly exactly engaging with music okay but i but i knew in some sort of way i had to find a way of sharing my written text because some some sort of way i felt like no one really reads uh published poetry anymore i felt like if i published a book with 200 of this right. words of mine no one really sits down or if people did maybe 100 200 people uh, on the lodge and the the outreach from this would probably be limited in some mm-hmm. sort of way mm-hmm. so because of that now i picked up the guitar and i started at first to translate most of the poems that i heard into songs okay that is write melodies to them and start singing them out but because they were written in totally different contexts it couldn't work out so then after that i started writing uh re- a new and fresh uh, material uh with new melodies mm-hmm. just writing songs really mm-hmm. so it really comes from Bob Dylan on the on, on on the on the starting point. Okay. But along the way now it has been a lot of other musical influences. Okay. Not just uh popular and renowned artists and composers, mm-hmm. but also within this town uh, interacting with people, having concerts, uh going for different events, having just the anxiety to just play and jam and get to know something new about someone's mm-hmm. style I mean, mm-hmm. when you admire someone's style you approach them and say 
hey man mm-hmm. can we get something going this weekend mm-hmm. and if they are down for it we are for it yeah, yeah. we try it we don't really expect anything big out of it but we keep on moving wow yeah. it's so, great it really reminds me something that you you know it's kind of your lifestyle you know you, you're not you don't I think you don't force yourself to do that it, it's just you know it comes and goes just uh, like it should be I think it's important it's it's it's, it's It's important to make music not to feel like work mm-hmm. to you. Because mm-hmm. it's art. It's art. Excuse me for interrupting. Yeah, it, it's it, art. It, it, can, it, it can become uh, hectic in some sort of way. Uh-huh. But if you try to see which part of yourself you really see in music okay. or w- what is the place of music in your life, okay, then you probably be on a journey of living some sort of a musical life, I would say. A life that is pretty much punctuated with music in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So I may fi- you may find yourself in a totally different setup of an event, but in some sort of way, there will be a connection to music. So engaging with music is very important that it's not external to you. Make it smooth as possible. Make it uh, less of work as okay. possible. Just yeah. try to to find a place either your place in musical expression or find music in your own expression or in your own life as as a human being okay it's cool it makes it a lot easier it is it is well um so i'd like to talk about na- yeah it, it's amazing uh particularly particularly poetry you know let's go back to those days what you know Talking about music, yes, Bob Dylan inspired you, as you said at the beginning. But uh, what about poetry? You know, um, is it really difficult, or it was just like coming out? It was coming out of you, and it was it it was like you know you didn't have to force yourself. It was just coming, and you just you know put uh, pepper, and they were writing your thoughts, feelings, reflections, and so on. I think it's not really one. It's not like one particular thing mm-hmm. or the other, but it's something close to that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, My my journey writing poetry started way back in the beginning of high school. Okay. Uh, when I when I enrolled in this high school in Uganda, I did not have a lot of friends. I would say in other schools. Okay. Because uh, most of my classmates in this high school were sons of. I would say well-placed people in the country, mm-hmm. and they had people to correspond to, write letters to girls to write to mm-hmm. friends in other high schools. You felt slightly to. alienated, right? Yeah, in some sort of way, but okay. it wasn't really a problem to me. Mm-hmm. But turns out to be turned out to be a, some sort of an opportunity. So, with time, some some of my friends found out that I'm this kind of guy who was spicy with words. And I could write some really good text, and uh, I started writing letters on my friends' behalf. Mm-hmm. So their girlfriends and their friends in other schools would write to them, and I, they would give it to me to read what it is. But it's mainly love letters, really. Mm-hmm. I see. And That's I would, great. yeah, I would be given the task to to reply to some of these letters, and I took that as an opportunity to write poetry to impress someone. Okay. to impress those girls so I, I was writing letters for my friends love letters to their girlfriends but with time they found out that 
was some loner who was writing to them and mm-hmm. they didn't really I would say cut me out mm-hmm. but they just became my friends and to give me more confidence to actually write to more people so every week I was probably writing three four uh, letters but w- what was it like you was just you know you got home and say well yeah I want to just uh, I'm, I'm gonna make it now and like you felt like you were inspired and no uh, excited. didn't really back home all that just felt like normal vibe I mean teenager it just feels good you don't really need to look so far and say mm-hmm. ah my life is gonna change because I'm writing there's really nothing like that it's mm-hmm. just oh I wrote a letter and this girl said this in return to the guy she never got to know that it's actually me who wrote it mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. liked it mm-hmm. and you get to know that maybe she was sleeping with the letter mm-hmm. under her pillow mm-hmm. so just just that kind of dopamine that mm-hmm. feeling that mm-hmm. good feeling that mm-hmm. oh, I'm a good writer yeah. but then with time in the middle of high school I got to meet uh, real poets guys who are really doing spoken word poetry at university level already out of school so they became close to me and they started guiding me inviting me for a lot of their poetry performances at the National Theatre yeah, and different places around okay. the country and that's how I picked up and by the time I was finishing high school uh, we had started a poetry club in my high school. We had had poetry gigs uh, in our in our high school. Mm-hmm. In other schools, we had had different functions. Um, we had spread poetry to different parts of the country. Kids that had never kn- known about spoken word poetry. So it kind of grew. It's like not one particular influence, but a long journey. I see. The journey we just embraced and we went on it. Okay. And turned out to be. A good experience yeah sure it's great um okay so and uh yeah from that you started you know writing this poetry and you were uh, obsessed with it and uh, then now at the beginning you said like um uh, um you are happy um that uh you know whenever chapter of your life like ends right and the the second the next chapter comes out you are always happy to and ready to like you know take up right and the and ready to be there right to with all of these um like responsibilities as a consequence and i wonder if you've ever been afraid of uh, afraid of you know taking up these responsibilities taking up and playing music for example pre- performing in front of people uh you know like the first these first days and they like wow if, you know were you um, kind of doubtful where you're doing everything right and so on. Yeah, yeah or I, just think, I think it's a nice nice uh-huh. question that, okay. that you asked. Uh, the idea of fear yeah. uh, about the the task and the responsibility that yeah, you feel you have. Yeah, because it's about these chapters, you know. Yeah. I think every time a new chapter opens for me, it's a task. I feel like, why exactly did you have to give it to me now? I was comfortable doing something else. Like, why do you have to give it to me now? Mm-hmm. Like, I always try to have a bargain with him to make sure that it's, uh, it, it could go another way altogether. But it turns out that you can't really bargain with it. And I've learned to to pick it up as soon as possible. Wow. Yeah, you... If you hold on to it, uh, you try to figure it out on your own, you lose it. You be, to be given to someone else... Uh, time will pass you by mm-hmm. so it's fear it's not really 
a very big i would say that doesn't stand alone mm-hmm. appear uh, of its of it uh, on its own but you know what it comes with from comfort i was maybe so comfortable with something i was working on mm-hmm. and time has come to to move on yeah this door was closed and another one immediately opened opens yeah so you have to move into it you stay in that Between. gap it kind of like gets messed up for you you you, lo- you lose a lot you lose a lot you, and the worst of all is you lose time trying to figure out how good it was how beautiful it was and you never get to figure out what the next thing is so i don't get to bargain anymore i don't get to ask a lot of questions when one door is closed it's time yeah we we'll move on to the next one we give it our best and you'll be rewarded every time you put in your best mhm yeah. but okay uh it's great yeah it's great but you know to me for example it took years to understand that you know whenever this door opens you don't have you, you know you you like even mustn't uh mustn't like wait and waste your time and you have to go as far as soon as possible like uh, as soon as this door opens uh how much time did it take you to understand that you know there is no time to wait there is no time to be between these doors you just need to move on i think it takes time i think it takes uh, a couple of ups and downs you you try to begin at one point yeah maybe it works maybe it doesn't uh, but it's not very clear Mm-hmm. So it takes time for you to figure out that the mistake was trying to bargain and loiter around something that has had its time and it was time to move on to something else. So it takes time to figure out that you're just a player. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing. And that is already big enough of I would say privilege for you to be considered an actor on the big stage. Mm-hmm. So many people are just concert goers, man. They're mm-hmm. just here to watch it. I see. So if you're one of the players and your scene is up and the door is closed, yeah. You don't really try to keep loitering around. Chapters is a very important thing. Yeah. It's a very it's a very important skill to know that one chapter is closed and it's time to move on to the next and it's in the beginning it may feel strange but mm-hmm. that's how it is that's that's just just how it works like it's not one chapter all the way through yeah it's every couple of minutes you have to flip the page mm-hmm. you have to flip the page into something more exciting what mo- you've heard mo- now mo- you yeah more more productive you pass it on to something uh, to someone else you move on to the next one it's it becomes fun mm-hmm. it becomes fun to know that the next card you play is given to you you don't hold all the cards so you don't try to control anything sure yeah. okay then so um yeah yeah music uh so let's go back to you know we we ended up we ended up yeah talking about like philosophy of life i would say like yeah it's really it's amazing it's amazing and i think our listeners will appreciate that um talking about music yeah and uh, apart from bob dylan right how much and how what kind of music do you listen to today right now in particular I'm, a bit closer yeah uh, right now in particular i'm listening to a lot of 
pop and punk. Wow. Uh, in fact, tomorrow I'll be we'll be recording a I would say a demo. Okay. I, I think it'll most likely be a song already, and it's really Afro funk. Okay. So Bob Dylan, I think, got me through the first year. I would I would say of picking up the guitar and the harmonica. Okay. But after that, I've really met and interacted with so many other artists and composers. For example, there's a time when I listened to Benjamin Clementine okay. on the repeat. I listened to Benjamin's stuff until I went to bed. Uh-huh. When I woke up, wherever I was, I had to find some sort of way because this guy just kind of touched base mm-hmm. with me. So such kind of artists, there have been many. There have been many. And right now, I think I have slowly moving into this kind of stage of self-discovery, trying to put together all the pieces that I've collected along the way into something I would say I can call my mm-hmm. own. And it is just not really a long journey. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty much done trying to put up the pieces of this puzzle of what exactly is my music uh, style. What is what is what is uh, what would I call the kind of stuff I write and play? I see. So from Bob Dylan, just been a really long list, I would say. I, th- I can't even call it off. But head. how did that happen? Like, you know, you were just recommended something to listen to, or it was like... Like a, I say, it's it's not... It comes it's, and it's, goes. It's not up to you to decide. It's, you would never really get anywhere by trying to figure out who is the next influence yeah. for you. So it, it happens as smooth as breathing. Oh. You get to meet someone at this event that person gives you maybe just one song to listen to okay. and that is your cue I see I that see. was the direction you pick up you listen to that performer that composer for a month it okay. may even take you two months before you meet someone else or you're probably just sitting in a cafe okay and you pick up a tune uh-huh. to maybe just one note you picked up sitting in a cafe and that is your next assignment uh-huh. for the next one year. So it's just about going with the flow. Like yeah. You don't try to control anything. Listen to the things that come and go. I see. Because in them lies your assignment and your new direction. And what exactly you have to do. So it's, 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 I would say it's not about me. It's not. It's not about trying to control all the cards. You'll be frust- You'll be frustrated. I think it'll be a very boring. Yeah. Experience. But you try to be as free and, and live your normal life as, as much as possible. possible. And gotcha. in the details, you see that this is the cue, and this is where you, you jump in or jump out. Okay. Um. Yeah. It is. And you know. But at the same time, um, there are a lot of kind of complaints about current music these days. This pop music that you listen to as well uh you know since these um, uh, streaming platforms you know like came into play music has 
dramatically changed. You know, like some people say that it's now much like much easier to to make. Talking about these musicians, other people say that not. It's it's just uh, you know music of our time and it reflects uh, these days we are living in. And it, what do you think about these people? Uh, I'm not about even music in Russia and the Russian musicians. I'm about music in general. You know, in the world. Do you think that these streaming platforms, Spotify, I don't know, YouTube Music, uh, Yandex Music, and other uh, platforms have significantly, you know, like simplified, and uh, today almost anyone might be a musician, successful musician. Well, uh, uh, about someone m- becoming successful because of this new reality. I cannot really say in particular, but the times have definitely changed. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have changed in terms of how people consume music and the volume of music that is consumed now. It has definitely changed. And whether it is for the good or for the bad, I think it's something that you never want to fight against. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's, it's, it's a matter just like, of taste. Yeah, it's just a matter of taste. Okay. You 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 have to pick. You have to consider it as a writing on the wall, and that's all. Okay, you, you get it. W- whether it is good or bad, it's just waste of time. You, you, yeah, you can't really waste time thinking. Well, oh, we're living in the bird in the worst time of music composition or quality of music or taste of music. No. You, what is your place in that like what can you do with it mm-hmm. uh, the most important thing is you go with the flow it's a very big big it's a giant force that you can never go again mm-hmm. against yeah and it's definitely true that people who have gone with the wave they've become the the stars of the time yeah you get it because the it's a new door which has opened digital space the air of digital music uh, platforms streaming platforms different ways of sharing the content that was never imagined i would say a couple of years ago so people have who have become successful because of this new format of doing things you cannot say they stole it or they sneaked through it mm-hmm. no it's just the characteristic of the time mm-hmm. and very soon the next the next thing the big thing will have the same debate altogether yeah you will consider this to be the old and the new okay. will set in so it's just about again the idea of being too comfortable most times to to move on and 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 to embrace the new thing okay. to go with the flow to go with the flow Okay, so music, music, music is amazing. Uh, you know, I've got a, again. Yeah, you've been talking about like uh, music and its importance. Actually, it's uh, even though we've got these platforms, it's it's it is still a matter of taste. But um, just listen, uh, TikTok. You know, it's platform which is which is just uh, which is everywhere, and uh, it influences many musicians to make 
such music, you know, that fits the platform, like this 15, 20, 30, or maybe a minute, uh, like, uh, long music. And do you think, uh, s like, this platform, you know, I'm not about all musicians, but it uh, somehow, you know, like, um, uh, ushers in uh, musicians, you know, who, who whose goal is to make music which fits TikTok. And this like a one minute long uh, tracks, you know, I and get them viral. Yeah, I think the the idea of trends and uh, viral con uh, viral content. Okay, it's not really. I I'm not trying to say I'm against it because th there's no way I can be against it. Okay, but I I think there's a minus to it. I think mm -hmm. there's a a big minus to it. Why? In that. It's very easy to lose yourself. Okay. In these trends and vi viral content or the variety of nature of, of, of content that is created on these platforms. Mm -hmm. It's very easy for an artist to lose their uniqueness. Yeah. Because it kind of puts you on pressure, it gives you unnecessary anxiety about what kind of content do you have to create to blow like mm -hmm. to go viral and it's a very big risk that if an artist or a, a creative does not consider to may lead them down the drain it's a difficult time therefore for different creators having to interact with these platforms that tries to indirectly preach to them mm -hmm. that for your content for your creative piece of art to be successful you have to make it this short mm -hmm. you have to make it this exciting give it the bite mm -hmm. that people will share and you become big and famous and popular mm -hmm. it's a bad catch I would say there are a lot of people in whose sphere of creativity, you have to be really patient. You have to be patient with the art. You have to take it all the way out. You do not have to have this limitation of time. It's not about the bite. It's about the whole experience. You get it. So this form of marketing work of publicity it helps it has its place I admit mm -hmm. but it's a very important question for every artist for every creative yeah. person okay. to ask themselves like what exactly and how exactly do I consider this to be part of my art mm -hmm. at what point does it come in that I have to feed in to the fact that this is the content that goes viral. It should, I believe, in one way or another, should not undermine the overall integrity of the kind of art that you do. So because you're writing a certain form of music, you shouldn't drop it because the, the trends have proven <laughs> that this is how it's done mm -hmm. or this is, how, this is the only way through, you get it? So I would totally agree that TikTok, Instagram Reels,
all the clipped clipped forms of art mm-hmm. of sharing content online they have a huge amount of anxiety that they sets upon content creators okay and if a con- content creator does not really sort this out s- straight from the go it can be a downhill lost. ride for you yeah. yeah you may you may easily get lost right yeah. there's a ton like abundance of content because trends are endless yeah and they you know like there is no day when there is no trend right there's always uh trends and th- there are always trends and yeah it's extremely important uh but f- i don't know i hope people particularly these as you said young musicians young creators have to take into account this fact um well 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 uh okay that's that's about music but anyway i'd like now to continue Again, uh first time when I met you you were a solo artist. Now, can I say that you've got a not can I can I like do you consider yourself as a still like a solo artist or you you are just a part of a band? This uh remind me the name, it's like a timeless symphony. Sim- yeah, timeless symphony. Are you just a part of it or you just both a solo and a kind of frontman? I think it's still this long journey of musical experience experiment okay so when we first met yeah i was just a guy with a guitar and um, mouth harp, harmonica mm-hmm. uh, playing around town but after some time i i kind of wanted to have an additional component to my performances mainly and uh, so i linked up with a friend of mine called anton Jiva Glazov. okay and with anton we became a duet we did a lot of gigs around town does he speak english yeah he speaks oh, english great great yeah. so i linked up with anton he has a band of his own called nivesna okay uh, we linked up and we played uh, for some time and naturally like i say there always comes some sort of shift or the time to change could we just up it a little lift it up yep uh-huh uh-huh go on yeah it kind of kind of comes uh time to change something or shift something so with an ton we thought of the idea of creating a new musical product i would say so we interested uh, a couple of our friends who we already knew played some of these instruments and we like created drums. yeah we we got um, uh a friend of ours called uh, Nikita Nikita used to play with Anton mm-hmm. and Nikita started playing drums for us and later on we have a guy called Ange Ange mm-hmm. also got into the drums so we got uh, guys not really instrumentalists who were playing in different spaces already wow. and we tried to put together this band and have different interpretations of different songs but I knew of course silently that the focus had to be on the songs that I had written because I wanted to see how they would sound in a different space, in a different setting altogether. Not just me as a solo artist singing them out uh, and humming the guitar and the harmonica. I see. Or, or even with Anton. So yeah, we started the group uh, called Daniel Stranger Okay. and Timeless Symphony. So okay. Timeless Symphony is the music band that accompanies Daniel Stranger. Okay. And I consider it to be a group of not a constant composition so uh, that is if someone is not available 
I always felt like I had to have the flexibility uh, to replace uh, one of the instrumentalists in the band because there are a lot of projects that come and most of these guys are students or are workers uh-huh. in their own It's like spaces. a hobby, right? Yeah, it's like a hobby. So it's very difficult to uh, to have every event where everyone is available. Yeah, so from sure. one event to another, we change the the members of the group okay. uh, to make sure that we have some sort of consistency in presence in presence at the, at the performances. So I would say Daniel Strange and Timeless Symphony. Daniel Strange is the only constant member. Okay. But then the the others, if someone is not available, just around town, really, I have the flexibility of getting someone to fill in that gap, okay. and they know the songs. So during preparations for our performances as a group, if we are invited to perform at a festival or just any private event, whatever kind of event really we have to perform at, we try. I try as much as possible to invite everyone on board. Oh. So we start having that sort of uh, extra member for every gig, uh, for every position that we need. So we have both drummers coming in for the rehearsals when they can. So they play all the songs that we have in the lineup. We have all the back vocalists coming around. So when it comes towards the event, someone may have a problem. Someone may have a new change in their work schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone may be having an exam or a test or just yeah, a, I see, I see. anything comes Some up duties. really. Yeah. So, and I do not want to have this question where on last minute you already sent in a rota to some event and you have to tell them that oh, we are not going to have this, this, this because yeah, something people down. changed. Yeah. The, I felt like and uh, my friend Anton really warned me about it, how mm-hmm. difficult it is to work with a group. So I kind of felt it naturally that how, why not work with such a group where you have the flexibility of changing members even when both of them are available. You say, okay, you, you play this song and this will play this song. Mm-hmm. And that's how we move on. Okay, so and you started first, like you started, uh, you know, singing your uh kind of your lyrics yeah you your uh, poetry first and uh, th- now uh, and you told earlier that you were going to record a new like a demo and a new song uh tell me please uh, how's it going now are you just do you get together to like to play and write music and to make music i'm talking about lyrics even or it's like it's your responsibility and you are in charge of it i think uh, most of the songs that we deal with now are songs that we that I, I wrote a while ago. Uh, I, I would say in the last one year, I probably put only two songs, new songs. But I have I have about about twenty songs that I am constantly playing at okay. different events. And with the band, we try to have interpretations of these songs. Um, depending on different events, we try to include different covers. Um, on the request of the organizers of the events but our own content are songs that i wrote already and we just tried for every performance to have a different interpretation of the song mm-hmm. so i would say it's not really we're we are, we are not trying to record and stump anything and say oh this is done and mm-hmm. finished no mm-hmm. after every performance we assess how did that go like what can we change about it mm-hmm. uh, what can we add onto it can we have a new instrument altogether added onto the group? 
So we have different experiments from one event to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, after our last concert, we had a proposal from, uh, we got invited to work on a project with a certain producer. Wow. And we are starting to work with him tomorrow. Tomorrow we are recording, uh, I would say, an Afro-funk yeah. uh, song. Uh, the music is ready. We're just going in with the back vocals and trying to nail it down tomorrow. So okay. it's, it's generally still a journey, I would say, that if someone can endorse it and say, oh, this is the product you guys have, on our own, we cannot say, oh, we are done. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Mm-hmm. We have recorded the album and it's up for sale. Mm-hmm. Or oh, it's up for you guys to listen to. No, it's still, we're going with the process. We are, we're, we're trying to love it. Trying to leave it, trying to make sure that everyone from one event to another is having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. We are not really trying to sign and stamp anything as a new yeah. genre or a new uh, album. No. We will. I, when I was alone, I recorded some songs that you can now listen to on some platforms. Wow. Uh, when I, Daniel when Stranger. I, yes, as Daniel Stranger. Okay. Uh, when I was with Anton just the two of us we recorded some songs that you can listen to now with the group we have played a lot of events and now the idea is to have some sort of uh i I would say a near constant interpretation that we can record i see yeah so for now with the band we try to play as much as possible i see to better understand what is this kind of sound yeah. We just don't want to record, and then after two weeks, you have played a couple of events, and you feel like, ah, oh, we can record this one also. No, we have to. We, I want us to play, maybe for a couple more months, and then we put a, like a full uh, album of this interpretation interpretation of these songs uh, with the group. Mm-hmm. So it, I think that's probably more economical. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of us yeah great great uh. okay just a bit closer please well um you know yeah like while you were talking about this uh like this attitude to making music i just the only thing that came up to my mind is that there is in st- stand-up comedy you know there's a term when stand-up comedians at the beginning of their career like path they as a rule they aren't successful you know they nobody like uh, you know laughs at their jokes they just boom boomed Usually they get boomed, you know, uh, and the, the, it, it it like it keeps happening until they find their voice. So yeah, they keep like uh, performing over and over, and until they find this like a voice. By saying voice, by this term means like uh, you find the way you like interact with the audience. You find uh, the way the cracking jokes and so on and so forth. But that works. That makes people laugh. The same, I think, uh, holds for you, right? For your group. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, so, again, yeah, uh, back to... Um, uh, I don't know, because I'm, I'm I'm fan of like rap music. That's why I just picked up talking about rap, you know. Uh, tell me, please, what if I were a person who was looking for, like music to listen what would you recommend me to start with i I, i'm at the beginning of this journey you know i'm just uh, i'm a kind of this this uh, rocky what would you recommend me to listen to 
I think music tests really. I mean, music is a is a language. It's, yeah, it's, it's the language of life. You get it. It's it's a. Uh, it, it's not, it's not an a totally separated part of your life. Sure. Uh, music is a language of your life. So for me to recommend to you, honestly, music to listen to, is like I'm trying to share with you the sound tunes of my life. Uh-huh. But uh, in general direction, I would recommend that you listen to anything that makes you, that made you want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason is, really, if you feel if you feel good, listen to it. No, you keep listening to it. If someone got it, listen to it, and you liked it. I mean, just it's about you. It's about you. Don't uh, uh, don't make a big deal out of um, what exactly you should listen to. Listen to something. If there's tons of music, music is like water. These yeah, days. sure, sure. With the way music is available now, a recommendation of what people should listen to is probably a thing of the '90s or 2000s, where I would recommend, and you have to spend some money to go buy the card. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the disc, or uh, you buy the CD. Yeah, or you get it. So, but now, if I'm recommending for you, it's I'm not just trying to say go listen to Kendrick Lamar's latest album. By the I'll, way, I'll probably I'll just I'll, I'll just say, uh, you like Lamar, go Come for on. his album. Yeah. So you'll be listening to the whole thing. You get it. By the way, what about Lamar and his latest album? Have you listened to it? Or yeah, not? I listened to it oh, uh, yesterday uh, and the day before. I've been having him on like repeat. And uh, uh, what do you think? To me, it's, a, piece, the, it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, of course, no doubt about that. Uh, not just because, not 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 just because uh, of of of, the, of of I would say the hard part five. I mm-hmm. think it's not it's not just because of the heart, but the album itself because yeah. I, I listened to the thing on repeat i was busy i was having a busy day but i had my uh, headphones on and everyone everywhere i was going even sitting in class i was just like yeah. humping because yeah. i knew this, yeah. this 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 some deep 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 yeah. stuff yeah but i think the most important thing that got me to listen to uh, kendrick lamar's mm-hmm. latest album really closely is because this guy has almost been away for like five years mm-hmm. from his last album you get it yeah damn it takes time mm-hmm. I mean the idea is it's, it's not about going with this wave and this idea of I have to go viral and not taking a lot of time with your art you get it if you consider yourself to be a big player or you want to be a big player then you have to be more surgical mm-hmm. with your art you have to allow yourself time to think mm-hmm. through some of this stuff. Otherwise, you burn out. You burn out and you will never have decent work to share uh, with with someone. I mean, the hard part five comes out in less than five hours Yeah, from the release of this teaser of an album. Yeah. You already have tons of youtube content yeah. of people trying to figure out what the hell does this song yeah. mean yeah yeah you get it this simply means that someone has hidden gold in the text yeah and that is the kind of stuff that i love i it's not it's not like trying to trick people but 
spend time with your art don't be in no rush you get it yeah don't be in a rush to always give out bits of stuff that makes you always be available before people's eyes but they will never consider your work seriously yeah if that is what you do to just pump out half half baked half mm-hmm. cooked content out mm-hmm. spend time with your art allow your your music uh, to talk to you talk yeah. to your music get, get re- you know like let your life live through that stuff and you become a voice of a lot of people because you listen to them you listen to yourself uh-huh. you listen to life happen to you you listen to life and you see life happening to everyone around you and then you try to make sense about them it may be a big responsibility but that is what it, i think it takes to have good content not people buying beats and trying to pump it out hoping that to make the 15 seconds yeah. of going viral yeah and getting so viral. someone takes five years no leave alone his performance at the super bowl i i know he performed there on invitation but the whole point is from his last big body of work it has been almost half a decade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and therefore when it comes you know that there's something there that you have to dig some gold to find not cup of 15 minutes 30 seconds 15 seconds mm-hmm. that you have to interact with every single time and I, i don't know i the whole point is life feels rushed now mm-hmm. if there's anything that i've said that does not make sense uh, about the digital era of music. music it is if i'm to explain it better now mm-hmm. i genuinely feel like life is rushed mm-hmm. and it's very important to take time to think time to breathe to allow you live your life and if you're a creative person it's very important not to have this anxiety burden you I spend see. time with your art allow yourself to talk to it for it to talk to you allow your life to inf- influence your art and then when you share your art with people you're not just sharing art you're sharing yourself you're sharing yeah. your life with people totally mm. so Yes, for this album, yeah, that's why I think it's a masterpiece because uh, you know there he touched upon like you know themes of uh, of uh, even uh, these problems you know that people have regardless you know uh, yeah you, whether you live in Russia whether you live in the U.S. so you feel this and uh, particularly the and the well, even more this album is like in, the, in, in is divided you know into like the first second work he it's like um you know it's like a confession at some point you know like you you feel that this human being uh being i don't know thousand kilometers away from you has roughly similar um uh, like uh reflection roughly similar anxiety as you say and uh and it you know it strikes a chord with me uh when you listen particularly this uh, father's time because i had difficulties with my father too and you know when you listen you have you 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 get like well you're not alone in this fight and uh, it's it's really it's really it's like wow makes you think yeah. makes makes you think right so now we're going to listen to Daniel Stranger yeah with his song republic to kids <laughs> 
Republic to keep. Thank you, Daniel. You know, it's been really amazing uh, episode, and I hope you enjoy talking too. And you just, yeah, uh, speak closer to your micro. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed. Thank you for being with, with me because Kateta now is off. He's hosting Speaking Club. And I hope, uh, you know, it's not just only time. We will meet again. Yeah, you're very yeah, welcome sure. to, to be here. You are like a welcome guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's been just a pleasure to always come by. Yeah. Yeah, because we've talked a lot. And thank you, re- listeners. That's been Mumble Podcast. And uh, see you. Cheers. Thank you.